Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to a very special edition of Factions of Freedom. This is an emergency transmission. I want to bring to your attention some very important information that can't be mentioned in passing. This is something that's more important than everything else I think is going on in the, in the, in, in the world right now, or better yet, here in America. We see these swelling insurrections taking place, this growing civil unrest and this destabilization on the horizon. The Pentagon has come out talking about Zebellion, the Generation Z Rebellion. We're going to be getting into that, and I don't want to waste your time. So with that being said, let's start the show. Now, we pay attention to a lot of things here on the show. Long-time listeners, you guys have been with us since at least 2015, if not beforehand. We've covered things like JTOM 15, UX 16, the Unconventional Warfare Exercises of 2016, as well as Thunderstorm Spiral, Operation Gotham Shield, and other types of armed conflict with civilian with, with, with civilians. This is all along the same lines. Now, as we see all of these, 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 these growing civil unrests taking place, right, the Great Awakening, as they call it, the Pentagon and other people don't see it as such. Other people see it as, again, growing insurrection, and they want to quell this. This is something we've covered throughout the entirety of our history. Let's begin. I want to bring to your attention, like I said before, this interesting article that came out from Signs of the Time. I'll put it in the description bar below so you guys can check it out. It's been put up June 8th. It says the Pentagon war game includes a scenario for military response to domestic Generation Z rebellion. Now, as this is going down, as we begin reading this, Donald Trump has put up a barricade around the White House. Yes, black lives matter, no doubt. All lives matter, no doubt. But what's going on right now, I think everybody kind of understands, is there's a a hyper-polarization taking place, an us-against-them type of mindset. It's very, very dangerous. I'm, I'm going to mute this uh, for our audio listeners. I'll describe it. The cameraman is panning out to show the barricade around the White House. That's right. The White House is currently barricaded. So keep this in mind as we break down these articles and we really look at what's happening, what these people have in store for us. These, 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 these protests, they will escalate into riots. They will, they, they will full-blown turn into bedlam and mayhem, as we've discussed time and time again. These are not the days of normalcy. We've covered things, again, like Jade Helm 15, UX 16, or Jade Helm 15, using artificial intelligence to map out certain scenarios, creating geospatial uh, databases, which would later go on to be created and used for the Space Force. UX 16, where they basically deployed all kinds of uh, uh, potential civil, rest, civil unrest uh, uh, scenarios around the nation using plain coast soldiers uh, to police to the national guard everything that we're seeing deployed happen here and now this was what we covered uh, five years ago i'm trying to set the stage for you guys so you understand operation gotham shield it was something that they did uh, a, a, a a scenario a drill they ran just to see what would happen if they set off a nuke over manhattan doesn't stop there. Thunderstorm spiral, something you guys hear me talk time and time again about on the show. Training for some type of underground, <laughs> some underground conflict. Training for armed conflict. That's what we're going to be getting into uh, with this very, very strange article that popped up. So 
keep this in mind, as I said before, as Donald Trump has barricaded the White House. Let's continue. It says, in the face of protests composed largely of young people, the presence of America's military on the streets of major cities has become a controversial development. But this isn't the first time the Generation Z, those born after 1996, has popped up on the Pentagon's radar. Documents obtained by The Intercept via the, via the Freedom of Information Act reveal that a Pentagon war game called the 2018 Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, or JLASS, offered a scenario in which members of Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent, launch a zebellion in America in the mid-2020s. The zebellion plot, plot was part of a small part of JLS. J-L-A-S-S 2018, which also featured scenarios involving Islamist militants in Africa, anti-capitalist extremists, and ISIS successors. The war game was conducted by students and faculty from the, U- from the U.S. military's war colleges, the training ground for, for prospective generals and admirals. While it is explicitly not a national intelligence estimate, the war game, which covers the future through nearly through early 2028 is, quote, intended to reflect a plausible depiction of major trends and influences in the world regions, according to more than 200 pages of the documents. Unfortunately, we were unable to get the documents. Hopefully doing an episode or getting this type of information out there will raise alarms about this. Continuing on with the document, or continuing on with the article, it says, according to the scenario, many members of Gen Z, psychologically scarred in their youth by 9-11 and the Great Recession, crushed by college debt and enchanted or disenchanted with their employment options, have given up hopes for a good life and believe that the system is rigged against them. Now, before I, before I continue on, because this is very, very important, what we're basically talking about here is how they have set us up for failure, and now they're setting us up for termination. We're seeing this whole polarization happen right now in the streets, with the Black Lives Matter, the civil unrest, fomenting the destabilization, this gradual tension that they're not easing up on you see where will it lead they're trying to tell you we'll we'll read a little bit more of this article and then we'll look over here in these documents the two that i attached to the actual post and i'll attach it i'll put the link in the subscription bar below so you guys can check it out it talks about in such a strange way uh essentially what we've already done gang they use the same type of language we use over here on the show they 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 it it it, it's it's it is scary enough to have me here at the end of the day having an emergency transmission to put out this message. I'll just leave it at that. Let's get back into uh, let's get back into this. It says, here's how the origins of the uprisings are described. Both the September 9-11 terrorist attacks and the Great Recession greatly influenced the attitudes of this generation in the United States and resulted in a feeling of unsettlement and great insecurity among Generation Z. Although millennials experienced these events during their coming of age, Gen Z lived through them as part of their childhood, affecting their realism and worldview. Many found themselves stuck with excessive college debt when they discovered employment options did not meet their expectations. Gen Z are often described as seeking independence and opportunity, but are also among the least likely to believe there is such thing as the, quote, American dream, and that the, quote, system is rigged against them. Frequently seeing themselves as agents of social change, they crave fulfillment and excitement in their job to help, quote, move the world forward. Despite the technological proficiency they possess, Gen Z actually prefer person-to-person contact as opposed to online interaction. They describe themselves as being involved in virtual and physical communities. 
and have rejected excessive consumerism. It says, in early 2025, a cadre of these disaffected Zoomers, keep that in mind, Generation Z, now they've got us all using Zoom, these disaffected Zoomers launch a protest movement, beginning in, quote, parks, rallies, protests, and coffee shops, first in Seattle, then New York City, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Austin, Texas, a group known as Zebellion, a, quote, global cyber campaign to expose injustice and corruption and support causes, it seems, beneficials. So expose lies and share truth. You get that right there. I'll say it one more time. A group known as Zebellion, or Factions of Freedom, whichever it may be in the future, you see, because what it's like a Frankenstein's monster, what we've created now. Whatever, and I've, and I've talked to this briefly about you guys, with this to you, how I will not be radical enough for where these people will want to go in the future. I will be considered part of the problem. Whatever we have created will take on a life of its own, and it will, and it, and it will become a part of this. These are these reinforcements that I'm so desperately talking about, but we have to worry about them being co-opted, manipulated. We'll, we'll stick to this just so we can try to keep it just on this. Continuing on, it says during face-to-face recruitment would during face-to-face recruitment would be members of Zebellion are given instructions for their go, for going to sites on the dark web that allow them to access sophisticated malware to siphon funds for from corporations, financial institutions, and nonprofits that support quote the establishment. The gains are then converted to Bitcoin and distributed to, quote to worthy app, uh, worthy recipients, including fellow Zebellion members who claim financial need. Zebellion leadership says the scenarios assures says the scenarios assures its members that their Robin Hood-esque wealth redistribution is not only untraceable by law enforcement but ultimately justifiable as targets are selected based on quote secure polling of quote network delegates. Although its origins are American by the latter 2020s, Zebellion activities are also occurring across European or Europe and cities throughout Africa, Asia, and the Middle East, including Nairobi, Kenya, uh, Hanoi, Vietnam, and Amman, Jordan. In the world of JLASS 2018, Gen Z's most militant members have, ex- have essentially taken to privately taxing large corporations and other institutions to combat inequality, or, as the war games put it, using the cyber world to spread the call for anarchy. One man's anarchy is another man's freedom. The JLS war game emerges in the context of the Pentagon playing a controversial and visible role in unfolding domestic protests against racism and police brutality in the U.S. National Guard units have been deployed in various locations already, and some active-duty military forces were sent by the United Sta- by, by the Trump administration to the Washington, D.C. area. Now, before I continue on reading this article, I want to point out a few things to you guys. I hope you're understanding the, 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 the urgency in which I'm speaking and why this is uh, very, very important. I'm going to read a little bit about this notional exercise material for educational purposes, JLASS-SPAY2018 World Summary. I'm going to skip down here, uh, basically down to the bottom, because it talks about resource wars and... and, and all these other crazy things. I really want you guys to look into it because we're going to refer back to it into the future. But it says, talking about Zebellion, again, just like the creation of it, it says, uh, in, in the mid-2020s, the age demographic known as Generation Z, or Gen Z, began hitting their 30s. 
Like the millennials who preceded them, Gen Z were characterized as even more comfortable, if not dependent upon technology in every aspect of their lives. Social scientists frequently characterize Gen Z as having grown up with cell phones and internet usage from a very young age and interacting on social media websites for a significant portion of their socializing. Image and video-intensive media are more popular among this group than textual narratives, and many Gen Z self-identify by the social media communities to which they belong. It goes on to say that both the September, 19th, the September 11 terrorist attacks and the, and the Great Recession greatly influenced the attitudes of this generation in the United States and resulted in a feeling of unsettlement and insecurity among Gen Z. Although millennials experienced these events during their coming of age, Gen Z lived through them as part of their childhood, affecting their realism and their worldview. Now, what's even more important, and I think this is the crazier part about it because it talks about military conflicts, black market trafficking, human trafficking, and other things that will be done by this generation to basically offset the powers of the government. Like this is, this is, it's, it's, it's crazy that they're wargaming this and that this information comes out at such a critical time as this, as Donald Trump puts up a barrier around the white house. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm over to the next slide now. Um, and you guys can read this as well, but it says, and this is just so wild. Um, wow. Sorry. Sorry. Um, in early 2025, a group identifying itself as Zebellion gained traction on the dark web. Zebellion capitalized on the fears and insecurities of Gen Z and called for a global cyber campaign to expose injustice and corruption and to support various causes it deemed beneficial. It appears that Zebellion initially formed in a small group at parks, protests, and coffee shops, and grew rapidly by promoting an agenda which targets corporations, financial institutions, and political and non-profit organizations that, quote, support the establishment. Recruitment appears focused in large cities via face-to-face contact, providing initial instructions for accessing Zebellion websites. These websites provide target lists to include data needed for identity and credit card theft, payloads, and exploits to activists. Uh, It's just so crazy because you could talk to anonymous people, you know, about getting onto the dark web, getting the CCVs, getting the credit cards, you know, Creating the creating the aliases that where you can do all these 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 transfers, you know, and then it goes on to talk about Bitcoin and its usage. Just it's just nuts because I think this is what everybody's understanding, but to just see it war gamed out there, and then at, and then and then released to the public at a time like this, it's just crazy. Continuing on, uh, it it um it, it says that uh, Zebellion uses software to route any proceeds into laundering programs that ultimately convert national currencies into Bitcoin and make quote small below small below the threshold donations to quote worthy recipients. And if Zebellion members claim financial need to the member who conducted the attack, Zebellion quote leadership assures its members that their cyber crimes are quote ultimately justifiable and untraceable and that it selects its targets and beneficiaries based on secure polling of quote network delegates. So literally creating their own separate government. Zebellion provides its members with sophisticated adaptations to the latest malware, making it difficult for cybersecurity programs to keep pace with the threat. Computer network defense uh, analysis indicates that Zebellion appears to have originated in Seattle and spread rapidly to New York City, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Las Vegas, and Austin. Today, Zebellion activities have have been noted, and and this could be their way of saying Antifa, right? Antifa could be discarded, disbanded. 
in its current form, and then due to all of this, it could it could resurge. They they could be wargaming Antifa in 2018 because look at the sophistication of what you're seeing these days with the snatching and the grabbing, uh, the, the 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 guerrilla like warfare tactics they have. There's a separate over here as well where it talks about military conflicts. I'm sure you're going to I'm sure as this stuff unfolds, we're going to hear about how these people are getting professional training, where their financing are coming from and more. But I'm, I'm digressing. Let's get back into this. Um, it, it says that today, Zabellian activities have been noted in Vancouver, Toronto, ma- most major ma- European cities, St. Petersburg, Istanbul, uh, Amman, Dubai, Cairo, Tunisia, uh, Rabat, Lagos, Nairobi, Johannesburg, New Delhi. Lahore, Tokyo, Osaka, Manila, Jakarta, Hanoi, Shanghai, Beijing, Taipei, Seattle, Rio de Janeiro, Bogota, Panama City, Havana, and Mexico City. And coming over here to military conflicts, it says, in addition to the constant threat of terrorism, world leaders remained concerned about the potential conflict for the potential for conventional conflicts, particularly over natural resources. For example, Perceived or actual water shortages could motivate state actors to take unilateral actions to assure access to adequate water flows. In the worst case, this could result in interstate conflicts if governments, if government leaders deem access or assured access to such resources essential for maintaining domestic stability and regime survival. However, actions short of war could have important geopolitical consequences. Maritime security concerns provide a rationale for naval buildups and modernization efforts, such as the continued development of blue water naval capabilities by India and China. And so what they're saying is, and this is where you hear me talk about regionalism, the mix between nationalism and globalism, what happens if we have to you know, produce a certain type of food or a certain type of water or a certain type of power because we're out here in the desert, solar farms and things like this, but because of uh, Zabellion at the time, they're siphoning that power. Well, that power also gets siphoned from the global scale. So then they're going to have to have regional government deal with this growing, this, this growing situation. You see, there's going to be consequences to all these things that are going on. I want to, I, I, I can literally can only read what they talk about black market trafficking. Hopefully we get more information about this, but I hope you guys are beginning to understand what's actually going on here. You see, let me read a little bit about this black market trafficking, finish the article, and then I'll cut it out for you guys. It says, following the end of the Cold War, transnational criminal organizations made enormous gains in the newly opened economies of the former Soviet bloc states and Soviet clients globally. During the 1990s, economic chaos in these countries produced opportunities for TCOs to open new markets in illegal drugs, weapons, uh, MWD, Weapons of Mass Destruction, Technology, Mineral Trafficking, and Human Trafficking. During the first decade of this century, trans or, transnational organized crime flourished, and aspiring terrorist organizations such as AQ and Hezbollah, Al-Qaeda and Hezbollah, mimicked their business models. This bolstered terror networks' revenues and providing them a new global reach through, quote, established black markets, shipping channels, though, le- though led to confrontation with the traditional TCOs uh, with overlapping business inter- with, with, with overlapping business interests. So what they're saying is that it'll get to a point to where we have to, to well, not we, Zabellion will operate with other, other fringe groups. Like there's nothing else to say. We've, 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 we've talked about this before with Antifa having access and training by, 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 
the cartel, by uh, Russian elements, by European elements as well. What happens when Antifa as an organization as a whole has as much power as uh, as ISIS, right? Whenever we did some of our investigative work down there at the border, we found out that there were actual ISIS members working with Antifa trying to trying to work and help smuggle people in like it it, it, it it's crazy knowing all this stuff is going on and that they are wargaming for a potential domestic conflict you see at a time right now when we have protests almost every single night Donald Trump putting up a uh, 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 the barricade around the White House getting the whole COG the continuity of government up social disintegration all these different things are very real I wanted to put this together for you guys because this is way more important than everything I think we see going on right now. A lot of the content that we put out, it is very important, no doubt, but for some strange reason, this piqued my curiosity and I wanted to get this out there as soon as possible on every kind of platform. This is Zebellion and this is their plan. It's just so crazy because I'm always talking about how they use us, the social engineers, the technocrats, the people at the top. They're using us for something. They're letting us operate for some strange reason. Could it be this? I'm not sure. I'm figuring out just the same time you guys are. But however, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. You'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.